The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that is the brilliant Vernon Jane on Radio Nova with Fall For Me. And uh, that's uh, the new song off their new album, Chess Pains and Side Pieces, their second album. And it comes out next Friday. And they're playing a gig in the Grand Social to launch it. It's Wednesday the 11th. We're very, very lucky because we have Emily Jane from Vernon Jane on the line. How are you doing, Emily? Hi, how are you? Good, I'm good. How are you getting on? You had green eggs this morning, which sounds amazing. Yes, I did in Cloud Cafe. And it's, it's delicious and it's a nice place to eat. So um, thank you to them Excellent. for delicious food. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent start. Um, so look, the gig, the album's coming out next Friday, Chess Pains and Side Pieces, your second album. Yeah. It must be like enormously exciting to have, finally have that out. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think it's exciting. It's either nerve-wracking or exciting or terrifying, but that's all the same thing, isn't it? They're all very similar. <laughs> They're similar vibes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I suppose it's kind of mad because I mean, for people who don't know, you released your debut album, Ritual of Lovemaking, at the start of COVID. You released it, I think, as mm-hmm. far as I remember, it was like in that kind of month or whatever it was, and yeah. everything shut down, yeah. which must have just been bizarre to, to, to like have your first album come out in that period. Yeah, yeah it was kind of miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was kind of magic in some ways that like we had to figure out ways to like post it to people and figure out different ways to connect and and do all that but um i wouldn't be the best at like social media and stuff and so that was kind of difficult but at least with this one now like you can actually go and play a gig and be like oh hi nice to meet you this is our album that hopefully that's going to be uh, a, a nice experience this time because we didn't have it with the first one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, can, I can imagine. But also, the, like, I suppose you're a brilliant live band, Vernon Jane. It goes between four people and eight people, like brass players, back and vocalists. It's really energetic. It's really kind of exciting. For, to write an album in that way and then it not come out, it must even have been a kind of a step on of strangeness to write an album without being able to practice it first or play it live first. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for being nice about us <laughs> but uh, yeah we do we love playing live and um, the first album was so like steep and just being together all the time and and those tracks then like getting to actually play them live after the pandemic was insane because they, they felt so different because we'd all grown as people and then with this one it was more of an isolating process and like just kind of in my room and sending things to people and hoping they'll get back eventually you know in between their lives being on fire because the pandemic was terrible for everyone mm. um yeah i think it, it kind of shows the the consistency and the solidarity that we have as a band like we we got through both scenarios which is nice um and i am looking forward to taking it all as it comes and enjoying the gig on wednesday and like enjoying putting the album out and not worrying too much you know yeah, well, be in the moment. Uh, yeah, be in the moment, <laughs> totally. Well, uh, well, then there, there's the question, I suppose. So the album would have been written by you in your bedroom and sent to people and kind of pieced together, I assume, you know, yeah. oh, I did a lot of that in the last, well, during the pandemic, in the last pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> in the most recent <laughs> the one pandemic. And only. Yeah. Um, and so it, it is weird then to play them live after that. When yeah. you found yourself playing songs that you wrote in your bedroom and pieced together, do they... Mm-hmm. Are you itching to take them somewhere else instantly? Uh, I I think personally I am as a as a songwriter because I can always hear the other parts. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. Uh, and particularly with drums, I'm like, oh my god, this needs drums. And then when you can't just instantly, you know, message your drum and be like, let's jam on Sunday or whatever, you know. 
like I've, I'm a very kind of like I love a band and that's how I write but it's funny now we've all had to kind of relearn the album and how to play it you know and you're listening to yourself and going what was I thinking what was I playing on guitar how did I play that so that's been interesting with this one because um, it was written during the pandemic and now we get to perform it so uh, you had to relearn it <laughs> Yeah I always find when I write songs like because I write a lot at night time and then when I get into a room and play them I find I nearly always have to change the keys because when you're when you're singing chest voice or something like that it's just it's, yeah. it's like in the wrong key or anyway, it's that, that's a, that's a, that's a side yeah. side conversation. Let's chat about the new album, chest pains and side pieces. <laughs> I think it's more reflective than the first album. I think there's mm. maybe a more a, a kind of a connection with a sort of a your emotion. Not that there, that doesn't exist in the first one, but it seems more naked in this album. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, it's it's so funny people hearing it now because I think part of me feels it's not the second album I thought that like will be written for us you know and it is just I do think it's more vulnerable and more exposed because it's kind of just my day-to-day narrative about things more so than like one specific team or one specific you know feeling this is kind of like across the board you wake up and you something on your mind and I just kind of wanted to get it out of my mind so you'd write a song and you record it in your room and you don't think anyone will ever hear it you know and then I kind of thought to myself, I'm in a place where I feel I can maybe share a bit more of myself and a bit more of my day-to-day thinking and things that, you know, I'm going through or or things that were on my mind in a day that, like, now they're in the song and I don't have to carry it anymore, you know? So I do agree that maybe it's a bit more vulnerable in a different way than the first one. Mm. When I read the title and, and listened to the songs, I wasn't exactly sure where it connected. And then I think... It is, and I hope it's okay to say, but Mm -hmm. um, so chest pains, uh, there's a couple of things that that brings to mind, but one of the things that brings to mind about vulnerability is, you know, when you're dealing with kind of grief or you're dealing with like a sort of an an ongoing pain, it ends up, it ends up manifesting as a sort of a pain in your ribs. And I kind Mm -hmm. of felt like, you know, the chest pains and side pieces angle being sort of the pain that you deal with every day. And then the side pieces are just the stuff that you kind of, you know floating alongside and you're kind of you know just the day-to-day stuff you're dealing with well i think you're you're on the money (laughs) like you got it in one (laughs) no i think um the whole thing i think like the chest pain for me as part of the album is that like i kind of experienced a, a, a big loss at the start of of kind of writing the album and that's the chest pains and then the side pieces are all the little things you have to deal with um, while you're carrying this this heavy mm. weight. And for me, it was, you know, carrying that grief. And I think it changes your perception of how you kind of navigate the world and all the little things that are normal for people in kind of their mid-20s and what's already, what you should be doing. But when you're experiencing something kind of quite heavy, you feel kind of weird trying to just do normal things. And I think... I see the chest pains as like a string all the way through the album that each song kind of hits on it throughout each song and then each song is its own little side journey of how I feel during the day about well I'm thinking about this thing or I'm thinking about that thing and then the chest pain is just a string that's tying it all together yeah so I mean it it helped me in some way I guess with my grief to 
articulated a little bit, but um, <laughs> I hope it'll be okay on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Wednesday's the gig uh, in the Grand Social mm-hmm. uh, and really excited to hear the songs live. Going to be absolutely brilliant. And the album Chest Pains and Side Pieces is out next Friday. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are just going to be taken away by the the shift between you know the power of parts of it and the kind of vulnerability of parts of it and it's it's a different thing difficult thing to balance and i think it does it really really well we're going to play oh, a song thank you very much yeah no we're going to play a song called origami off the new album and i love this uh, you know for people who don't know your music we've played a little bit there there's so much intricate stuff going on this is another song that has a lot going on in it sonically and i suppose thematically uh, can you tell us a little bit about this before we play it <laughs> I think um, someone once told me uh, I'd never write a happy song <laughs> so I was like whoa you're so right and then I was like no I'm going to write a happy song <laughs> and then Origami was born and it always makes me visualise when I first met our guitar player Joe in college he used to like and he still does he makes origami and he makes insane origami and he used to make dragons and leave them around. So he'd be like, oh, Joe's in college today. <laughs> he was, he's here somewhere. I'm going to go find him. I was like, it's kind of like a calling card for him. And um, you know, he's around if you see like an origami dragon. But it's kind of my take on, um, I don't know, taking something bad and making a fun song. And it is a happy song, I, I think, even though it's, uh, there's a little bit of sadness to it. It's a happy song. And so now I did write a happy song. It's possible. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Emily. Thank you so much for chatting with us today on the Nova Guest List and best of luck at the gig and best of luck with the album. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No bother. Let's play this. This is thank Origami you. by Vernon Jane on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.